bed have your boots been under? Did you just come up with that? That's so yeah. clever, baby. It's so clever. It's very it's original, clever. actually. <laughs> uh, you, you wrote that lyric, right? Of course. I bet we can make a song out of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whose bed have your boots been under? Brenda sings, Whose bed have your beans been under? <laughs> um, welcome to Coffee and Tequila, guys. The two times a week kind of show. Uh, my name is Zach. My name is Alistair. And this episode is kindly being sponsored by Helix Sleep. And we'll let you know a little bit more about them a little bit later. But first, we have to tell you guys about, we, we went to Vegas. This last weekend. We did go to Vegas. Yeah. And we're drinking pina coladas because ah, that was his right. favorite drink in Vegas. Pina coladas. They look like, it looks milky. It looks like we're drinking watered down milk. Mm. But. It's pretty good. It was like a pre-made pina colada. But yes, I, I, I love, I don't even think, I, I think I drank one pina colada in Vegas. Did you? Yeah. Because remember we went to that restaurant. She told me, she like, was, she went to a restaurant and had the pina colada on the menu. And I asked, I said, can I order it? And she said, well, our blender's broken. I said, well, what if you just give me the stuff and I'll stir it? And she said, well. I just, like, no. She like would not give me the damn pina colada, so I didn't have a pina colada then, but I did have it at the Shania Twain concert. What, um, that one restaurant, which you're not saying, is the best brunch place that we What was we've it called? Border to. Grill. Have Border you guys Grill. been to Border Grill? It, it was They fantastic. don't want you to go there because it's hidden somewhere along the Four Seasons. It's like... Uh, but it's amazing. Like no it's the best... It's it's the best meal I think. It was we fantastic. Had it was like forty dollars. Amazing. Get, they have like 16 dishes, and you can get as many as you, as you want, and... It's like a two-hour period, and yeah. then you can do bottomless mimosas, uh, bellinis. It was and, pretty good. The food was fantastic. Uh, Bloody Marys for thirty dollars. But we've well. never been to Vegas before, and so this was the first time going. And we went during Labor Day weekend, and it was oh my god, it was so expensive. It was incredibly expensive. Uh, I'm I'm feeling so much remorse for my <laughs> I felt credit card. Regret. We got back, and I felt so much regret for like how much money we spent. I did not realize. I like. I just did not realize. I don't even want to say prices because I feel like it hurts me too much to say them. But well, and you'd think that we'd spent money, all this money gambling. We yeah, did not. We did not. Food. We spent like sixty dollars gambling, <laughs> and we only had like one or two meals a day because it was so damn expensive. But um, everybody was telling us, "Yeah, don't go on a, a holiday weekend. Why'd you go on Labor Day weekend? You go on like a random week, and you just, um, you know." And then the yeah. hotel prices, and then so I searched um, random weeks, and the hotel prices like go like below a hundred dollars sometimes. So we. Uh, I figured the hotel would be expensive. That was fine with me. I did not expect everything else to be as expensive. Yeah. Freaking ridiculous. It was crazy, man. Like $20 drinks. $20 drinks. $20 drinks on the low end. Really. <laughs> honestly. It was like $17 to $20. But And then the food, I expected we went to Cabo Wabo. And because I've been hearing so much about Cabo Wabo. Travel Ruby on YouTube. Loves Cabo Wabo. Mm-hmm. I went to $200. $200. Oh, yeah, it was. With tip and everything, yeah. I, I was... Flabbergast. So I do want to go back because I freaking love it. Um, I'm a small town guy, so like anytime I do see a, uh, like go to like a big city like this, like I felt like this with New York that I didn't like, I didn't enjoy New York all that much. But New York was just like I was overwhelmed at how big everything was, and it truly is like a city that you cannot see the skyline, you can't see the horizon, like you just see buildings everywhere. And that's how Las Vegas felt. I remember when we went to Madame Tussauds. um, At one point, I looked around and I could not see any sort of like mountain range, any skyline, nothing. I just saw buildings. And I didn't realize, listen, I did not realize that hotels were like that. Cause I was picturing these big ass hotels with like casinos inside of them and stuff like that. You remember the, um, the, uh, hotel casino that was in Lawton. Yeah. And how big that was. I was picturing that. Well, these were like megaplexes because not only were they hotels, but they were also venues for concerts. Yeah. Uh, they were mega malls and these are like, 
the malls of old. You These know, the are, malls that you'd think be, de- be would be dead, but they're still like alive in Vegas because it's like a, you can do everything yeah. from your hotel. You have all the pools. We had two pools. We had one twenty one one and up pool and one kids well I all ages pool. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just the uh, the hotels were like, each hotel was like built on top of like a mall of America. So it was freaking massive. Yeah. They have like, yeah, like you said, they have like multiple pools each. It's just, I could not even wrap my mind around it. So I, I loved it. I wanted to go. Oh, we got married too. Went we to did get married. Temple. I, I had a list of things that we got rings. Now. These are plastic, by the way. <laughs> Got from H and M. Yeah, um, they're just gaudy jewelry. We didn't. Uh, we had like a list of things we wanted to do, but it's just like everything's so massive and it takes so much time to do everything that we we couldn't fit everything. But what I wanted to do, I really wanted to see the uh, a little white wedding chapel that Britney Spears got married at, and Sarah Michelle Gellar with Freddie Prince. We found Jr. we found that out that Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. got married there like a month before they got married in Mexico. Yeah, um, which I, I think is kind no of a idea. cool thing. But everybody, if you remember when Britney Spears had that like fifty five hour uh, marriage to Jason Alexander, she got married at the, a little white wedding chapel. And there was a picture of her, like with some other guests that were there. Um, so we, me, my, our, uh, we met. We went to Las Vegas to meet my buddy Troy, and we were all going to go to the Shania Twain concert. So Troy was with us during this. We like knew that we were just the entire time pointing out all the little spots that Britney Spears was at, and we were like, we want to go to the Little White Wedding Chapel. We really want to go there. And so we were planning on going there, but we weren't planning on getting married. And then we realized that. It's our five year, like we just celebrated our five year on July eleventh. Yeah. Let's renew some vows. Let's yeah, let's do why it. Why not? They had like a seventy five dollar package, and I think that at first it seemed like you know just oh it's a fun thing to do, but yeah. it, for me at least it was it was like very meaningful. And then uh, one of our other friends, <laughs> you at least like it wasn't meaningful for me. Well, because too. I felt like your your intention was hey be cool to do this where Britney Spears is doing this, yeah. and like my intention was like oh my gosh I get to marry you again, but then like it changes over. You know? It was very novelty to me for at first, but yeah. then when we got into the little chapel room and we were like, he had us stand at the end and we were going to walk down the aisle and there's like rose petals and all that. It was, it was a very Vegas wedding. Like it was exactly what you picture as a, for a Vegas wedding. But I, it like hit me and I was like, I was like, we're renewing our vows. And we, he started crying and then he got me all choked up and it was just. And, and we had it videoed. One of our best friends, Arden, called in at the time too, so she got to witness yeah, our wedding. So Troy was my best man. Arden yeah. was her. Who was his? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to misgender you, Bubby. Um, and it was just nice. It was really nice, and it was a fun like spot. We took pictures, and we tried to like recreate the Britney Spears picture. And it was just I. I'll insert all of them here as we're talking, but I, I had the best freaking time in Las Vegas, and I want to go back so bad. Like I could not stop texting. My mom, my sister, and I was just like, we have to go. I want you guys to see this yes. and like to experience this. This was like a great time. Well, because I think it'd be really fun. And the thing is like the main reason we did go, uh, one is we haven't done anything like this in a while. Yeah. And uh, with COVID and everything. And two, um, we really wanted to see Shania before she left her current residency yeah she's in residency right now and it's I think I this think weekend like, is her last this weekend. weekend's her last weekend yeah. with this residency it's the let go residency so that was the point of going to the thing i mean and uh me and troy like booked all the tickets and stuff like that and you were in the field when we booked everything and then when we got you got back or we made all no, the plans. No, no, we no. made all the plans and then when we got back we booked everything yes yes we booked everything because i was like yeah let's do it and yeah. let's uh let's just go ahead and book it 
And then I uh, like asked my boss if I could like go and stuff like that, and everything went well. I love that shirt, by the shirt. way. I I, I am that is my. I, I think it is such a great shirt. And we, we had great, and we pretty, share shirts, so this is both of our shirts. And he got me this hoodie. The shirts that they had that I wanted, they didn't have like anything. I couldn't realize. I couldn't figure out why they didn't have anything. They didn't have the. I really wanted the come on over vinyl that they had. Um, they didn't have that. They didn't have any of the shirt sizes that I wanted. But they had the hoodie. Um, and then I realized it's because of the. They're not ordering any more stock. Yeah, anything, because it was because like the last ones. Yeah. So they're probably getting rid of everything. Most likely. And but we did get her, what do you call this? It's playbook? a tour book. Tour, a tour book. program is what they usually call it. I love these things. These are my favorite things to ever get from concerts and shows is the little tour book that you can get. Um, I think they're so fun. And I love when they have pictures of the show in them because sometimes they don't have that, which is ridiculous because it's supposed to be about the show. But um, sometimes, you know, they have to put it out before the show. So. I mean, some, yeah, but just take pictures during the show and then put that, it out like on the next leg. That's when like my that. idea, Zachary, is that you should have two volumes, one before the show and then one. There you go. There you know, you go, a couple Bobby. concerts in. And all of the seats were like, they're like, the risers weren't super um, steep. So everything felt like you were almost level with the stage and it was pretty cool. And then everybody around us was gray. They were all having a good time. All the men, all the straight men who were there were just standing there like this. And then occasionally they'd be like. A little like, shimmy, oh no, oh no, Jimmy. Oh no, like, oh no, that straight. was a little gay. <laughs> the guy behind us, there was a girl and a guy behind us, and she was like all into it. And then she was with her husband, and he, um, I think he, we made him a little bit more comfortable because we were so excited about it and like jamming out. And then he got super into it about halfway through the show and was like real into it. But I want to come back so bad, baby. Um, but ever since we left, I have not been able to get Shania out of my head. She was fantastic. No, by we've the been way. playing she was her like, every day. She was such a strong singer and such a strong performer. And all of these songs that, like, some of the songs that weren't even like my favorite, like "Who's Better Be Bootsman Under," never really been a huge favorite of mine. But like, but live, live it's really like fun. the energy of everybody around you and like super into it. It was fantastic. Um, have not been able to get her music out of my head. We've been playing her over and over, and so we figured what we do tonight to have a Shania night because. What we do, I guess we should explain a Britney night for those of y'all who haven't seen the video where we kind of explained Britney night. Um, we started doing, like, when we moved in together, we started doing these. Um, so he really wanted to show me his love of <laughs> pop divas, right? Yeah. And so his first love is Britney Spears. So we'd get like a box of like really cheap wine. Always like boxed like, Franzi. Like or Franzi or Black Box. Yeah. And then we drink wine, and he showed me all the music videos, all the performances, everything, the dancing routines. Y'all haven't seen him do all the Britney Spears dancing routines, but I have. It's a behind-the-scenes exclusive. <laughs> um, to, we've been we've been three a.m. drunk trying to like do this choreography together, and uh, it, it, it's kind of continued from there because we we've, we've been doing um, other nights. So I think we've done like we've a like Christina Aguilera night, night, night Christina Jennifer night, Lopez, Jennifer Lopez night. And yeah. we just talk about the career. You talk about, we you watch Spice all the Girls. videos, you talk about the career, you talk about like, you know, give all of our hot takes and opinions. And we just like hang out and like, I don't know, have fun and get yeah. drunk and dance. We can't really dance right now, but we did like decide to do this whole setup right here in the living room. So it's a little bit more intimate. We kind of had a night. little Shania night last night too. Kind of. So yeah, but we're, it, it, we, we're still it was, it was like a prelude to this night. <laughs> this is going to be like an abridged version though. So it's going to be a little bit shorter than, you know, our normal like five hour stint. Thing is with YouTube is copyright is a bit. So if we don't have, let me just put this at the beginning. If we don't have the video with the clip or with the audio, you just have to like imagine what we're talking about. Okay, you just have to look at the visuals. Just come back to it once we're cleared. And on on um uh, uh podcasts, you might be able to hear the audio, but this is a much v more visual episode. So you might 
<laughs> you might want to come back to it. You know, listen to it. Come back to it on YouTube, guys. Uh, Give us the two mess. viewings. It's a mess. Uh, but it'll, it'll, we're really excited to do this with y'all. Um, and when we come back, we will get into our Shania night. Well, I guess it's time to talk about our sponsor for today's episode, Helix Sleep. We have had our Helix mattresses for over two years now. We've been working with Helix, and we absolutely love them. We have the, currently, our, our, our personal bed is the, uh, the Midnight Lux King Size mattress. And even with a uh, little tiny French Bulldog, the bed still doesn't seem big enough, so... Um, <laughs> and it takes up at least a third of it. If the there's day. a step up, we got to get into it. Now it's time to tell you all a little bit about our sponsor for today's episode, Helix Sleep. Helix is a premium mattress and a box company that makes beds to fit your unique sleep style. We've had our Helix mattresses for almost two years now. Helix knows that everybody is different and everybody has their own unique needs, and so they've made a sleep quiz that'll match you with your perfect mattress based on your needs. I am an all over sleeper. Alistair is more of a side sleeper. He likes a firm mattress. I like, uh, you know, more medium. We took the quiz together and we got the midnight mattress. And one of the best parts about Helix is that they deliver the mattress right to your door for free. It comes rolled up in a box and is super easy to set up yourself. And if it makes you nervous to buy something online that you haven't tried, Helix has a 100 night sleep trial. So you get more than three months make sure that you absolutely love it and if you don't they'll pick it up for you and you'll get a full refund well if you're somebody who knows in the market for a new mattress you think that helix sounds right for you you can go to helixsleep.com tequila where you can get up to 200 dollars off of your mattress and two free pillows so last night he showed me uh the residency that, so the uh, uh, it goodness. was i guess i guess yes. shania's come back so we we watched the documentary actually on the morning of her concert while we were in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that she'd uh, been through Lyme disease, uh, kind of like a... When did that that documentary come out? That Was was that this it, year? It came out months ago? this year, yeah. It came out a couple of months ago. I wasn't um, like super into the documentary, I have to be honest. You, you felt kind of like it. I know, it was kind of stuff I already knew, though. Well, um, except for the, the Lyme disease stuff. I did not realize that Lyme disease was the reason she lost her voice. I thought it was some sort of just like... It's almost like a stage right thing because I remember watching um, when she was on, she she had a, like a documentary series, like six seven episodes on on the own network when own first first launched and um, it was called like Why Not with Shania Twain or something like that. And it was just a reality show of her trying to get her voice back and trying to get back into performing and she was like you know writing music the entire time and she kind of described it more as like I don't I haven't seen it forever so she might have mentioned Lyme disease but I she kind of described it as like something that she just couldn't. It was like a fright. It was like a, a subconscious fright that she couldn't just she just couldn't make herself sing anymore, um, and that was like what the whole show was about: is her finally starting to sing yeah. again. Well, um, well, I'm sure that's part of it because we so we watched the her first residency, uh, 2012 through uh, mm. 2014 that she performed. We did that last night. We have a couple yeah. clips from it, and that was like the first uh, time she came back. So that was her first comeback from both her divorce um, and. Her like getting through Lyme disease, getting through her voice issues, and you can kind of hear she still has a great voice. 
Uh, but like in this new residency, we were there live. Oh, it was so good, man! It was full. She like, like was she, like she's definitely building. overcome yeah. her voice issues, and she sounds as good as she's ever. But sound, e- even sounded. in the two thousand, okay, so the the res- residency that we saw, it was, it's called um, it's on Amazon Prime too, by the way. It's called um, still the one, the Las Vegas residency. It went from like two thousand twelve to two thousand fourteen. It was her first like big comeback. But like you said, um, she looked phenomenal in it, and she did sound fine. She sounded fine. No, but yeah, there she is sounded a good. Definite difference between this new one and the last one in her voice. And I think she does sound stronger now. I think she has like overcome it. It seems like in the uh, 2012 residency, she was still, I don't know. She was still like, it seemed like she still was like almost had stage fright. Like I said, well, but in she, the, in the documentary, she explains that uh, one of the reasons she did it was to challenge herself. Yeah. And she, because she knew that if she was going to perform every night that she was half going to have to be able to force her voice in the way that she needed to force her voice. Mm-hmm. And in a way, it was kind of a training regimen for her voice. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That residency so. is my favorite, like, set of Shania performances ever. Like, I had to show it to you because I just, I loved it. So we will get to it. We're going to play clips from it. But okay. um, it it is my favorite. That is the residency that I wish I could have saw. I was a poor college kid at that time, but that is the one that I wish I could have saw. This one was fun. It was good. This one was not fun. Different theater. This one was amazing. Different Thank you very theater. much. So that one you was- loved it. Zach, you were freaking out the entire <laughs> yes, time. Yes, Yes, I loved it. I loved it. It was the, fantastic. Don't say it was fine. It was, it was great. It was greatness. It was great. Um, okay. But the other one, it was at the Coliseum. The stage was bigger. The, it seemed like it had more budget. They had big ass, like light up Shania letters. Um, and this one, like, seemed like the budget was cut a little bit. Like, she didn't really have as much budget. Um, she had two fucking horses, the last one. <laughs> I no horses at this one. No horses, at, which is fine for me. I, I don't I don't want them to be using live no, but like on their it, shows. It, but. I didn't really have an expectation going in because. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of people probably don't know this about me, but I'm not a big fan of live music. <laughs> Getting him to go to any sort of damn concert. I feel like I've missed out on so many concerts because you haven't gone with me. You know, I missed out on the damn Formation World Tour because I didn't have nobody to go with because he wouldn't go with me. He didn't want to go. I, it's just like, why go to a concert when you already have their voice perfected? Digitally, it's the stage, it's the costumes, it's the performance. Which I it's kind fantastic. of get with this one. Um, I think like literally the last concert I'd been to was like either Coldplay or I think I went to like a, a I don't know, like a hard metal, like battle of bands thing uh, with a friend in high school. And I just ended up saving him from the mosh pit oh for like gosh. two hours. It's just, uh, you're ridiculous. I want, I love going to concerts. I want to go to so many concerts. I'm pretty pissed at myself that I didn't get tickets for the Chromatica Ball and I didn't go to the damn Chromatica Ball because I just like didn't even think about it because... It got or it got postponed during COVID, and I like completely forgot about it. And then she comes back and starts doing it again, and I I just never got tickets. So I missed that one. Um, I I don't know. Like Britney in Vegas, I wish I would have gone to see Britney in Vegas. Troy and I were in the seats the entire time at the Zappos Theater, just pointing out like where her stage, Britney's stage was, and how like the shape of it was, and like oh yeah, like, yeah, this ring. Yeah, we're talking about how it was like spread out a little bit more. I don't know. Um, it was it was a great show, um, and it's just had us in a Shania mood, so we're gonna do Shania night tonight. Um, but I don't know, man. Uh, oh she went to my notes. I don't know. Did you your mom listened to Shania Twain when you were growing up, right? Everybody listened to Shania Twain. Not everybody. Everybody. She was really good. Like yeah, she was. Shania one of those Twain really... was actually a superstar. Mm-hmm. She had an international tour and everything. Zach Green. Everybody talks about um, Taylor Swift being like the the, the pop country crossover. Artist, but I think Shania Twain was Shania Twain was that. That was Shania, Shania Twain, Twain was that. I think Taylor Swift was. The, the thing is, Shania 
crossed over. Yeah. But she had her leg straddled on both sides. Yes. Yeah, so Whereas she always would, Taylor Swift did that for like one album, right? She's hopping. And, she's then, hopping. and then she yeah. went to the other side. She was hopping. Um, yeah. Shania Twain always seems, it seems to me like somebody who's like very cautious in her career. Um, has always kept it cautious. Even like watching interviews of her, she seems like she's just a cautious, kind of nervous person. Well, just in general. But if you've watched the documentary, mm. she talks about how like she wanted to be a superstar. Yeah. So she even like a uh, her her f- first manager did fine, but she unfortunately had to let her go because she wanted to hire a manager who would take her to superstar status. Yeah, who would uh, play all of her singles like uh it, on, on all the the radio shows. Make her go on MTV video, um, and then she wanted well, she to be a re- top touring artist. Yeah, and she accomplished all of that. She had these really big aspirations. She she was born in Canada. She's Canadian, by the way. You know what's so fucking funny is this damn. Sorry, I'm I'm trying to watch the cussing, but sometimes it just slips out. Um, at this new Vegas show that we were at. It starts with Rock This Country. That's the first song that they do. And it's like all American flag like imagery and like they pop up the I could not stop my damn laughing. I was laughing. I was like, she's Canadian. She's Canadian. She's from the Canada. The the Canada. Um she's Canadian and she uh she's had a life though. So she doesn't really She's not really a sad fisher. She doesn't really like sad boy her life where she like, you know. She doesn't even sing sad songs, honestly. Well, yeah. It's all yeah. uplifting. And and she, because she has had a real shit life. Or not shit life. I wouldn't even say that. She's had a real great life. But like, she had a lot of hardships in her life. She's that had she a lot of ups have, and downs. That could have really like, t- anybody else could have really brought them down. Like, so she, she started singing when she was real young and her mom was super into it and was real encouraging of it and stuff like that. And her name is Eileen, by the way. Eileen Edwards. Um, <laughs> Eileen. She changed it to Shania later. Um, and her mom was super into it. And then, like, when she is, you know, so she's performing. She is getting out there. She loves country music. And so she's performing this country music and, like, going to shows and doing gigs. And then when she's, like, 21, 22 years old, her mom and her stepdad died. And her stepdad, she was real close to her stepdad, too. He adopted her, actually. Um, and he, they, they, like, both died, like, so traumatically at the same time in a car accident. And she has all these siblings. You know, she's she's out trying to make her dreams come true and trying to perform. And then she, all of a sudden, has to take care of her, all of her siblings at, like, 21, 22 years old. And she has to raise them and pay the bills and, like, take care of them. And that's traumatic in, in and of its own, you know. And there was no question for her that she was going to do that. She just went straight into it and was just like, okay, this is my situation. That's how she describes it. Well, it's... Uh- so she really, because she was pursuing a music career at this point, and she was talking to her manager, and mm-hmm. her ma- she was like, "I need to get a real job," and her manager's like, "No, uh, get this job here." And she it was like at a, a resort. At right? a resort, yeah. she got to be a singer at, at a resort, and she was like, "I was doing what I loved. I was actually making more than I probably would have made yeah. if I'd gotten a real job, and I was able to take care of my siblings." And how wild is that? I remember watching that in the own documentary, and they the, they were like going to the locations where she like ra- the house where she like raised her siblings, and she would talk about how the power would go out and stuff. Like it was rough. They were really struggling, you know. And she all of a sudden is like the mother to these children, and that just she really made the most of her situation. And if she had not kept on that path, like if any of other people had not con- encouraged her to go on that, keep on that path, you know, who knows what, what would have happened to her? Like she could have been broke back in Canada, you know, um, yeah. you know, paycheck to paycheck, but she really went for her dreams and it was, it was truly and like, she what moved was, to Nashville, what was destined for her, you know, and she goes off, she does this like first album, her first album, Shania Twain is like, we listen to it and it's, 
it's very different. Okay, it's it, it's 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 a very basic country album. Yeah, and she even talks about the fact that her songs were all chosen for her. Yeah, and that the only creative control she had for it was how she sang the songs. Yes, and I think that her only like one of her singles like reached around fifty five on the country charts. And so I think the album only reached like 55 too or something the like album? that. It was something like that. Yeah. But it wasn't it, a hugely successful it, album. It wasn't good. And she was on the brink of being let go for her next album, but she convinced them that she could do it. Yeah. She hired a producer who ended up becoming, well, it was, husband. it was, um, she, the album, she did well enough and there was enough potential in her that they did have faith and they let her keep going. Right. Yeah. But, so she meets Mutt Lang, Mutt Lang, is a huge heavy hitter in the world of music, not even just country music, you know. Um, he is, if you ever listen to her, like her her big trilogy, right? Um, uh, what is it called? The, what's, I have it here. Um, Come on over, up, and what was the album? <laughs> I don't know why I'm forgetting that. The Woman and Me. Uh, I always forget that. I always call it uh, uh, just uh, the Shania uh, Twain album. That's like her big trilogy. Um, and, yeah, if you ever listen to that and you hear like those those uh, that like layering of a male's voice right behind hers, that's Mutt Lang, you know. And so he's like he was in huge and instrumental in in her success as well. Um, I think it's it's kind of an injustice to say that he didn't have an instrument an instrumental role in her success. Well, he, but. he didn't, but also like you invite who you want into your life, mm-hmm. and that was a career decision that she made. To and it, bring her in, but and well, that's so what I'm I, saying. I, I, it, because I don't want to say that her success is up. To not him. because of man. No, it yes. wasn't because of what I'm saying is like things work out the way they're supposed to. And I do believe, I hundred percent believe, like they were supposed to meet. They were supposed to make music together. They were supposed to like make that music together, right? Mm-hmm. Like that music was supposed to be in in the world. And just the same, reversely, uh, it would not have been. He would not have been as successful without her either. Like they yeah. really did help each other. With all of that, and those are the three albums that everybody talks about. So those albums, um, the the, the ne- very next album, the Woman and Me, the Woman and Me has uh, Who's Bad of Your Boots been under? Had any man of mine? Had all the big hit, like real big hits. And it was the, uh, her first one to go. Uh, what do they call it? Diamond. It's pretty big. Can you pass me more? Triple Diamond. Yeah. Let's watch wherever your boots been. Boy. It's funny because this was her her big single. This is such a, like a different one too. This is like this is very. You can see her evolution, right? Because they, there's a lot of like conversation about, um, especially at the time. Remember how everybody said she was like too sexy, she was too this, too that. Um, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. She's an absolutely gorgeous woman. Well, because at the time, like country music was very much this. This is more like this is her still being sexy, but it is more her in line with what country standards were at that well, time. You th- know, this is her putting out a single that she knows is going to do good in country bars. Where people are probably <laughs> probably gonna be dancing on the, on, the, on the floor. Well, if you mention boots and country music, they're gonna love it, right? You mention your boots, you mention your truck, you mention your guitar, stuff like that. Um, and she was sexy, but she was still very much like tame, right? And I think she's always been tame. I, even when she's been sexy, I think she's been tame. Well, I mean, her thing was like uh, she, yes, she has her own insecurities, but she's always wanted to like be sexy. She's always wanted to like show off her midriff yeah even now she loves to show off her midriff mm-hmm. like that's a big thing that she loves to do and uh like be sexy in a way that's like very her you know yeah like the hair it's like she has very sexy hair 
She's great. Always great, has like, sexy hair. I, I love a brunette. She's tried to go blonde a couple times. I love the brunette Shania, though. I think it's so. We also, like, didn't, we kind of, like, didn't really talk about her name. That she changes her name from Eileen to Shania when she goes into the music business. And, um, she, the, there's a lot of stories about her, the name Shania and, like, that it was, uh, it was a Chippewa and it meant, like, she's on her way or something like that. And that's really? not really true. Um, she met somebody with the name Shania, and she really liked the name, and so she took it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Ann and Buffy. There you go. But, like, look at her. You know, she's got... It, it seems like all of these clothes could be out of the closet, except for that red dress where it seems like it's that was what the nice stylist... That's It feels like that's what the stylist maybe brought in, and that was her putting on her character, right? She's like, I'm put on this character. That's that's as risque as she's going to get right here. Which is funny, because there was, like, a, one music video from her original album, and the thing is... Uh, for Shania, mm-hmm. what I think that she understood that a lot of country music artists maybe understood, but put it aside more, is that uh, video was in, especially late '90s, uh, early mean, 2000s. Music videos, music videos yeah. were in, and so she like made her mark in the music, you know, with music videos. I think, and they yeah. talk about a lot in her documentary about how she was so creatively, like visual, yes, when she did yes. music videos, and that she would like. It was all her vision. That's the mark of like a really good like icon, right? Is that you need, you need the visuals. You have to have the visuals. That's like a big problem I have with like some earlier music is they didn't really have music videos and stuff. You know, a lot of Elton John songs that were really successful didn't have music videos. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiny Dancer, it just got a music video like a couple years ago. You know, um, they didn't really do that, and so understanding it's kind of like madonna using madonna and michael jackson using mtv to kind of build their brands and they created visuals and music videos um they were kind of the first to you know some of the first stars to do that in that way and so she was as well in the country scene you know to really like make stamps with these videos any man of mine is like very similar as well right like it's just shania kind of in her own clothes, you know, we're really going for that country western theme. We got the horses, we got the cows, you know. She's so in the field. This one, they they paid particular attention in the documentary, yeah, because she got a huge uh, videographer to do this with her, and apparently he's very like problemsome in terms of like what how he like talks to women. He's like, "You look ugly AF." Right Did he now. really say that to yeah. her? He's I, like, might, I might have been asleep. Yeah. By now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like. But but she went through it and she bucked back at like a lot of imagine and then she she kept on using him and then after that she kept on using him because like uh, he respected her more for bucking back at him for stuff like that. But look at like the lighting is so good. She looks like a fucking pageant queen. Like if she wasn't a singer, she had the face for pageantry too. That's the same outfit she wore for uh, when she went on the God. What is it called? What Um, for you? Like. Oh my gosh, why am I not thinking about it? Live at night? Live at night. With comedy shows. Comedy shows? Live at night. With comedy shows. Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Playing charades with Alistair Patton. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. Like, it's good. It's good. It's, it's a great outfit, country. honestly. Her with the like, backdrop of the real green tall grass. Like, it works. You know, and she said those jeans were her personal jeans. That all of what she's wearing is like from her. She closet. like cut the crop top herself. Yeah. you know, and it's just good. Her her first album, um, the Woman and Me, with uh, the one that's the first one that Mutt Lang produced, and it was a success. It was a big success. But come on over, come on over. 
is arguably, can we talk about this? To quote, to quote, to quote there Troy was, McGeady, can we talk? Um, there was 12, no, uh, there was 12, 12 singles. You, how many tracks were there on that one? Um, I think it was 16 tracks. Okay. That is massive. That feels like. That is crazy. It feels like, um, so Katie, <laughs> a little bit different. Katie Barrett's Teenage Dream album was also really big. And like most of the singles or most of the tracks became singles, right? And like they all almost went number one or did go number one. It was like a massively successful album. And that doesn't happen all that often, right? That like most of the album well, is put out onto radio and can be singles. And Come On Over is one of those rare uh, albums that are just so fucking good so fucking iconic like it's, everything about them is good so it's the guinness Bo world records mm -hmm. it's recognized by the guinness world records as the biggest selling studio album yes by a f solo female artist and, and you know what's weird is that so this and is the like, best selling album in the usa by a solo female artist so this is also um this is kind of where we uh we I know it's on a lot of like best selling lists. It's on tons of best selling lists and like yeah. tons of like lists of this time. Um, but this kind of like mark this kind of like speaks about like how the music scene was at the time, right? Is that um, every there, there were so many albums out that were getting massive numbers at the time that her album didn't even go number one on the Billboard Hot One or on the Billboard Two Hundred. That and album it, did, it went number two, and it's crazy because it's the ninth all time best selling album worldwide and yeah. the 16th best-selling album in the united united kingdom freaking crazy and this was this album was also shania twain really taking music videos into her kind of whole artistry and really you know her visuals and everything was very much a, a look and a vibe and Wait, shania is, is twain this from the come just, on over one or this is come on over oh yeah yeah this is still the one so i put this in my list big like you know it, it's it's all like a a blue filter and she definitely like also beautifully leans into her looks in these music videos. Oh yeah. She she does good hairography. Do you know what hairography is? When you use your hair to just like you flip your hair or you you know you use well, it to get She wet has the or, hair to do that with. Yeah. And well, so and this, whereas I feel like a lot of uh artists who like add extensions and stuff don't know how to work their hair as much as people who have like, it doesn't matter if you add extensions much. or not Britney Spears yeah. knows how to use her hair and she adds tons of extensions but what I'm saying is like you see how they like kind of dampen her hair a little bit and it's just kind of going in the wind and she's rubbing her fingers through it and that's hairography right there you know so my that's what uh, the gays like use your hair in my mind, in my own canon, I thought that was her husband. <laughs> the bottle that, <laughs> that she is not my leg. Do you know what my leg looks like? Yes, I do know <laughs> what my leg looks like. It's not that, but it's funny because like she is one of the only artists, female pop stars, mm -hmm. who like really just like beautifully objectify men. This music video um, and always have ha has like a hot guys in all of her music videos. Yeah, I feel like this music video. I miss the beach music video. This music video feels like the precursor to um, "Don't Let Me Be the Last to Know" by Britney Spears, where she's on the beach with the hot guy. I definitely thought you were gonna talk about the Paris Hilton one. <laughs> Starter Pond. <laughs> yeah. Baby, no, this, uh, the, you know the one I'm talking about. Don't be, let me yeah. be the last to know. Yeah. And it feels like very much the same. If you Don't put those me. videos back to back, they look like this, they looks like this, that one was inspired by this one. To the one that I belong. She makes, they made real good, like, romance songs together. I bet that's, that, that had to have been especially, maybe not as much now, but especially like after their divorce, it had to be so hard. For her to sing these. This one I could see people criticizing. Yeah. And when she performs it, she doesn't like wear the same thing. But that she dress. She doesn't wear is, the bindi. 
The it, she, she she doesn't wear the dot right there. Yeah. Uh, but that dress is also a dress that she wore to uh, one of the awards. Mm. Um, and I think she looks gorgeous in this. So at the she just she looks like. She just looks phenomenal, and she was she was doing a thing at the time that was so different from any other country, a female country music artist. In that, um, it, you know, country music was Boots it's and always trunks. been oh no, but it's always been flamboyant. That's the thing about people. What people don't like, I want to admit about country music, it's always been like faggotry. Honestly, it's always <laughs> been like super sad and really gay. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> that on the quote. Um, and, and, you know, it's big and like sequins and bedazzled and like, yeah. you know, like real like, big belt, big embroidered like yeah. roses and shit like that. It's always been super flamboyant. And um, but it was always like big shoulder pads and big hair and stuff like that. You were still very covered up. And she was one of the first artists in country music or one of the ones that became more mainstream that was like showing off her body and like, you know, not even in a, a vulgar way, whatever that means, but she just like would show, you know, she's showing her shape here and showing, um, but looking that she does classically beautiful, you know? Yeah. You know? And I think that's what a lot of people had criticisms about that. And they would say, you know, she, um, I don't know nobody who really hated her. Like, this is part of the narrative that's going on now is that people are, like, shitting on her for how sexy she was. But everybody fucking loves Shania Twain, or else her album wouldn't have been as successful as it was, right? So people didn't really have that much of a problem with it. Well, also, like, her look had an appeal outside of, like, just being a normal white girl. It's also a little bit refreshing to see an artist that just retains their brown hair. <laughs> like, let's be honest there. Like, a, We're making it sound like she's super diverse and stuff. She's a white girl, okay? No, she's, no, no she's a white girl. She's very much, very much a white girl. But I think, and she, I think she doesn't claim to not be. <laughs> she doesn't claim to not be. It's just nice to see, like, because especially during these times, yeah. they would always promote white blonde women, right? Yeah. And this was, like, a not white blonde woman. Well, and she, I mean, she was white, but she not blonde. She was... I think the brunette hair just did something for her. That, I love the cape thing. Uh, this is going to sound really bad, but like this was the diversity of the time of country music. <laughs> well, remember the diversity of the time was all was hair? Oh, you had the blonde one, the redhead, the, the and then brunette. the blonde one. That's the Charlie's Angels diversity. They're like, well, actually, well, Charlie's Angels actually had the... My little Mexican ass yeah. was re- relating to her. I'm like, oh, she's a brunette. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, she might be Mexican. I can't even. I can't even. This outfit. I cannot oh even. Oh my god! This music video is so iconic. It does not get any more iconic than this music video. This, and this is, outfit. This is the top uh, of the top of the top of her music videos. I will. I will die on that mm, heel. Uh, I will die. I, well, then I guess you're dead. On <laughs> I remember. So I remember watching this music video for the very first time. I think we were living in Germany. We might have, maybe we weren't, but I feel like we were living in Germany at the time. And I remember seeing this music video. And I remember it was like halfway through or like almost done. And I only saw a few shots of it. And the music video ended, but I knew my mom had the Shania Twain CDs. And I could not, I like listened to these CDs, the two CDs over and over and over, trying to find that song. And I would just listen and close my eyes on the CD player, hit next, hit go back. And I would just like try to find this damn song because I couldn't remember the lyrics. And I was real young, so I wasn't like, you know. And I just wanted that visual. Like this called to my fucking gay heart, okay? A a gaby fell in love with this Shania Twain. It it was beautiful. And they actually talk in the documentary about how Shania like helped design this look. 
Yeah. Because she's always been about leopard print. And I love that she has a hat box, but no hat. <laughs> but like, a, like where's she hitchhiking to? Where's she, she going? is fit. Yeah. She is fit. That wig is doing things. Honestly, she, in a little bit, in a tiny bit of way, she kind of looks like Taylor. I feel like Taylor Swift. I could see it. I could in see this wig right here, she looks a little bit like Taylor. Okay, so Taylor Swift and her have the same sort of like sexiness to them. They, they have, Does, do people call Taylor Swift sexy? Well, I don't know. They, they um, have a similar facial structure. This is very much something Taylor would wear where it's not like overtly sexual, right? It's not like, it's not... Britney Spears' I don't, I don't know costumes, if Taylor is much of a belly girl. Sometimes Taylor... I mean, but what I'm saying is like sometimes Britney Spears' outfits were like very, very risque. They got to very risque moments. But like Shania always kept it like she was still very covered up at times, right? She never really went there. This was like the sexiest she might have gotten, I think. As far as skin showing. You are going Z to Zachary, make me. I'm going to hit you. She is sexy. I'm sorry. Of course she is. Um, yes, this but, is what I'm saying though. It's like it's like she's still covered up though. She's keeping herself covered up. It's just, it's just like a different kind of like comfortability for her. And that's the same that Taylor does. It's well, like Taylor would she, wear something like this instead of wearing something like what Britney Spears would wear. The thing is, Shania likes to show off her assets, and anything that she doesn't want to show off, she's not going to show off, right? Yeah. And her assets were really her torso region. Ugh. And her neck. She had a really nice neck. It's um, just great. Oh, she's very, very white too, though. They like make her so pale on this. But, but um, it like works. Like the you see the red lips standing out. The the wig's a little questionable sometimes, but it works. No, it works. It works. It works. I love the hood. I love the hood. Uh, uh, I love the entire outfit. I think this is her most iconic outfit, in my it opinion. Is. It is. And yes. um let's talk about the Brad Pitt line. <gasps> that was something in the last ten years I feel like that she revealed, right? Is that yes. like the the um, okay, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me. Brando. Apparently, he was not very impressed uh, because he just turned <laughs> off our TV. <laughs> um, that line, the Brad Pitt line, was because Brad Pitt's like, I guess, paparazzi had captured his penis. Like, he was walking around naked in his little villa or something like that. And she saw it. She's like, that don't impress me, butch. And then her husband was like, let's make a song. I'm just kidding. Do you think my Lang wrote the lyric of, that won't keep me warm at night? <laughs> Don't impress me much. And man, I feel like a woman. And I'm going to get you good. Like those music videos are for what? the gays. Especially men, I feel like a woman. For I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like a tree. I was like, you know, like I, I, I whenever they play that, I will belt out, man. I feel like a woman. There's you know? not a single person who doesn't start singing this when they're like, especially when you're drunk. There's not a single straight man who didn't start singing this. And this was super gay. Yes. I'm going to say like, oh, yes. The, how yes. she dressed all of her hot band in the background. And I'm it not really even does sure like for, make me think like yeah. now I'm seeing she's always had a bunch of gays behind her. She's <laughs> always had gays behind her. <laughs> I love the Undertaker look. The Undertaker look is just something so special. Like, but like uh, people in country so music, sexy. listen. People in country music were not doing this. They were not doing this. This was different. This was something that like people. She remember. was a crossover icon. Cro crossover icon. Um, mm -hmm. And like, let me tell you, like this video is fantastic. But man, I feel like a woman is not my favorite Shania song. It has never been my favorite Shania song, and it's not even the one that like I would. I. I have skipped it a few times, you know. It's just fun because it's I, a fun song. I, I used to listen to "Men Short Short Skirts." And <laughs> I, always I, used to, I, I used to always think it was men in shorts, men. shirts, and skirts. <laughs> That's what I always used to think. Their shirts and short skirts, which is like <laughs> in the video, I could see it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> 
I was like, maybe she meant kilts. Like when I was like talking about it. No, I was like, this is a bunch of gays. But she actually meant men, comma shirts, comma shorts, comma skirts. It is. This is like, and and even though it's not my favorite, right? Even though, but I it is it, a favorite. I no, would no, say. no, no. It is her signature song. If there was one signature song that she had, if you could only tell her she could only perform one song for the rest of her life that had to get everybody on their feet. Let's and go, that, girls. It was always this one. There's never, she will never have a song that is this signature again. I mean, Zachary, I feel like that's a, she could. I actually like. This is the Shania Twain signature song. Swing Around. Her swing Around. Song. No, what was her new song? Spinning around, spinning around, my head spinning down. around was Something good. Like spinning around was good. Or was it? Yeah, spinning around was good. Incredible, incredible, and like the 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 play this had on the fucking country music video stations and on pop music stations. Mm-hmm. Well, because the look was just striking. Like that was like her shadow eyes, her dress, shadow eyes, her. Long, oh my gosh, the entire look is just so Let me go good. to, um, I want to find what lists it was on. I can go to the Wikipedia page and I bet it comes up on lists. Um, and it, it was the number 23 on the Billboard Hot 100, but like that goes to show you like how competitive it was because this song, even in pop music, has such a long lasting um, identity that like all you have to do is play the couple notes and the let's go girls mm-hmm. and everybody fucking runs to the dance floor they run to their drinks they run to whatever like and this was such a different look for her too but it worked so well it's almost audrey hepburn like so it was this album for sure that she became glamour girl rather than like country music you know sweetheart next door and the next door farm you know and i think it works so much better for her like this is the album where the last one was like fun it's fine and those are songs no, i know really, it's good i love to hear lo- I, did, live. I don't like when you say fine <laughs> Those are songs it that was I like good. to hear live. This you is know? great. But this is just iconic. There, it, it, it is visual. It is sound. It is everything. And the fact that, like, even now I'm realizing, it's all basically in one area. Like, it's all outfits. All in one area. I feel like Shania never got her due as a fashion fashionista. Oh, no, she didn't. Absolutely not. Well... Do you think it's because she was country music? Because I feel like country music was criticizing her for being too sexy. Country and, music, and was then criti- everybody oh, yeah. else was like, "Oh, she's country music, so we're not going to include her." Maybe she's been included in some lists, but she hasn't been included in the way that she needs to be included. Mm-hmm. And so after the Come On Over album, she had the Up album, and this was the album I remember listening to for the first time. Like I remember buying this CD. Like so, the other ones, I just kind of like fell into Shania Twain. I kind of like, I, I remember just her being there already. Like my mom had the CDs, the music videos were already coming on. This was the first time I remember any sort of anticipation for Shania Twain. I remember going to the store, us buying the Up album. It's crazy because like uh, when I was a kid, um, we'd only play country music on uh, when we were on road trips. And if anybody has been listening to Coffee Tequila for a while, you will know that both Zach and I are huge fans of Buffy. And I would, as a kid, watch Buffy with my sister. We'd get all the DVDs, and we'd watch it again and again and again. But if ever we wanted to take a break, my mom had also gotten me the Schneid Twain DVD with all of her music videos. And uh, we'd go through see, it. I didn't have that. And my, yes, we would watch it again and again and again. My favorite music video was I'm Gonna Get You Good. Which is the first single from Up. And, it, and it's so good. And the thing is, like, it awakened the fantasy, you know, like, uh, uh, sci-fi you know, love her. 
<laughs> it is very much that, isn't it? Yes. It's very much like Celine it's exciting. in Underworld. Yeah. It's very much what? Celine in Underworld. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I don't remember watching this one as a kid. I don't think I did. I think I saw this one on YouTube for the first time. And it was a very expensive... So in the documentary, again, she says it was an ex- one of the most, if not the most expensive music videos that they've ever filmed for her. For her? For her. For her, that's yeah. fine. Okay. Because I've, I'm about to challenge you there. I got the pop knowledge for that. Um, the, I'm going to get you good music videos. It's like called pop knowledge? Fantastic, though. Yeah. It is something like real special. Like, and again, mm. she's kind of like pushing the limits to like country music, you know? Because this is just like, this is very Y2K. Yes. It's very, because Up came out and you also... Something we're actually not even like we're like kind of breezing over is that country music albums come out like that. Mm-hmm. Country music stars put albums out like crazy, especially like leading up to like it's her volume. emergence. It's like sometimes you know back. Do you know like Patsy Cline was putting out multiple albums a year? You know it was like that's how country music moved. And Shania Twain was putting them out every few years like this. Between Come Ooh. On Over, Come On Over, I think was ninety either ninety seven or ninety eight, and this was like two thousand three. So it was a long time. No, two thousand two. Between Come On Over and and Up, it was a, it was a good while. Yeah, well, also, the fun thing was, well, she had just had a baby, and then she came back with this fucking amazing look. I apologize for cursing. This is my favorite. Mmm. The Shania Twain guy, Alistair. Mm. Alistair breaking his morals. I was like, I was like, I must be straight. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Shania Twain is long, dark, curly hair. Always. Always. She has long, always dark, curly be. hair right there. Will always be. Time in time, you're gonna be mine. Oh my gosh. Just like I should, I get get you good. good. And this was the first song she played in her 2012 to 2014 um, Vegas. We're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to it, baby. I just wanna say that it was. Because this is a great outfit. I love the cat suit, I love love the lace cat suit. But her version of it in 2012 is my favorite. Okay, okay. Um, I love that she's been attacked, but she's like, ah! Have you ever seen the Spice Girls video for um, Spice Up Your Life? Probably. It's very much like Because we've this. definitely had... Uh, well, this was... It very, goes... This was Y2K. It's very Y2K video. You see this one. Like you superhero see, woman. You, you can see Britney Spears when she did uh, Toxic. You know? It's kind of... Don't compare fire. them. Don't be... You... We will not... We will not be doing this. It's not comparing. No. Well, it's not necessarily comparing them, but it's the fact that people vibed off of the same looks at the time, you know? That's the same looks. Like the whole what jumpsuit. What is your problem? The whole jumpsuit. And Shania knocked it out of the park. Brittany knocked it out of the park. Okay, we're not comparing, Zachary. Let's not pit women against women. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get, get you. you, you got. Got. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get you to say all night. I'm very much feeling this pinny go out. It's gonna be mine. Like I'm just. I'm gonna get you real good. You can bet you. So, live in Chicago, this is when she actually went on her world tour. And I find it interesting. That she is dressing the way she does. I remember um, getting this uh, concert DVD from the Up Tour. It's like live from Chicago. I remember this, getting this for Valentine's Day and seeing what she was wearing. I'm like, like, 
What? I was not happy with what she would <laughs> So you weren't as happy like, with this outfit? As a little gaby, no, I was not. After seeing like the other outfits in the music videos, I was like, why is she wearing this? But I get it now. I get it now. I understand it. And I understand why this is iconic as well. Um, she So she was like doing a lot of outdoor shows during this tour. And she just... <laughs> Wearing all the other costumes, she was way too hot. So she started wearing like athleisure wear, and uh, it, it let her breathe. And so, it, in a tacky way, I don't think it was tacky. In a tacky way, I don't think it was tacky. <laughs> it was iconic, uh, and it works, you know. And it just feels like so casual in that way. It, it just it doesn't. It is tacky. The shirt, the pants. It just it feels weird. Um, I remember watching this, and I remember her sing, singing up in this outfit on stage as the sun's going down and this was just I would play this you know, track at least she over matched, and over and over again at least she matched her top with her shoes she looks like Kill Bill a little bit not Kill Bill oh, it's so great though you know country concerts are one of the funnest to go to they're usually always outdoors they're outdoors you get a blanket you just have your drinks you're all sitting there you could even be like way in the back and have your blanket the hers are like I could see everybody like at the front, you know. This is her third, her fourth album, her third. Yeah, uh, third in the trilogy. Triple, what is it, Diamond album? Uh, oh goodness, I did that. She's the only artist that, who ever accomplished that. So it was always good. Only artist who ever accomplished that. I don't know. That was what Alistair, her do- Alistair, that's what her documentary said, Zachary. I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I always love that she has fiddlers on the stage. It was funny because the concert we were watching last night, they were the fiddlers were playing, but we heard flute noises. No, no, no. It was you. You are mistaken, actually, because we were hearing the cellist, and you mistakenly did you say cell- thought the cellist, 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 oh. cellist. I was like, and you mistakenly you thought concert? that the cellist was actually. Uh, replacing a flute player, but no, but that was why the was there only a flute noise? And you heard it wasn't. It was a cellist, babe. I'm telling you. Uh, I played on. Uh, I did orchestra for ten years. Okay. Did you really? Yes, I didn't I know did. that. I did. I was looking up her iconic outfits, and I was like, Oh my gosh, why does she look freaking amazing in this <gasps> outfit? Super and where is it from? Bowl. And he said Super Bowl. And I was like, Shania did the Super Bowl. She yes, she did in 2003. Yep. This is like when she was at the And I love that her phrase like, is let's go now. Yeah, it's always let's go. It's let's go, yeah. girls. Let's go. It's just let's go. Well, she's let's like, go we're in now. A, she's never told us where we're going, but she's we're always but going. But we're all along for the ride. <laughs> Look so. at her. Look at her. Okay. She looks amazing. They should have her on for the Super Bowl again. I think she could do a whole, like, I don't even think this was her entire set. Um, I think that she had to share this, to share it with other people. Yeah, there's like, yeah. I think two other Gwen people. Gwen Stefani's in it. I know that. But I think that she has like the biggest portion of it. Look, so oh that's what gosh. I'm saying is like she could do it. Like they could have her back to do the Super Bowl and she could totally do like the full like 12, 13 minute set just by herself. And in the same outfit. And I feel like that would be that's such a Super Bowl like set list too, right? It's like people would get freaking hot for people would for get Shania Twain. And she loves to pretend she's American. So we can. <laughs> she said, let's go, America. She's Canadian. She said, let's go, eh? <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, w- I want a shirt that says that. <laughs> she really, in her career, leaned into the jackets. 
and like the long Undertaker coats and the, well, the long leopard at, print with the, and the, the, uh, the shoulders yeah. with the V, you know, at the end of her waist. Mm -hmm. She looks amazing. At some point, she like takes a little bit of a break, right? She like doesn't really like go with this full throttle and. At some point during this break, um, her husband, Mutt Lang, she has a best friend, right? Um, and her breast, I want to keep her saying. Her breast friend? Her breast friend. Um, I keep thinking her breast friend's name, Carrie Ann, but that's her His sister. best friend, babe. You said breast again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very drunk right now, guys. Um, her best friend is uh, has an affair with her husband. And so, so the entire time she's having it, I also read her book, by the way. Um, I have her book. You haven't read it. Why don't we no. cover her burk? <laughs> her burk. Baby, are you good? I'm very drunk. I didn't expect this stuff to be as strong. Do you want to make me some more? <laughs> We're almost done with this episode, guys. This is how the this is how the Brittany Nights go, though. We get drunk. Like we would be up dancing right now if we weren't trying to like keep in frame. We would have been like up, 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 all oh, going Only up, go up from, from here. here. Um, so she, her best, she the entire time like her husband's having an affair. She has a feeling her husband's having an affair, right? And so she's confiding in her best friend about this, and she keeps going like, um, well, I think he must cheating on me. I don't really understand what's going on, and it turns out that Mutt is having an affair with her best friend. And her best friend was like basically gaslighting her the entire time, being like, "You're being crazy. You need to quit. Stop. Stop doing that. Don't look into this anymore." And of course, um, her best friend is also married to a man, so like she breaks up with Mutt and like leaves it. Or like, I don't remember if she left him or if he. I know she confronted them, but I don't remember if Mutt maybe left her. I think it might have been. I don't know. I don't remember. But so they they break up. Is the, is the, and they have one child together, only one child. She only has one kid. And so they break up, and um, <laughs> her best friend's she she marries her best friend's husband. So, like, they basically, like, well, it, well it, it almost seems like, okay, they both were going through this together, you know, and then you go grow closer to the well, other and person, that's a you really, know? I, I'm, like, so happy for her, by the way, for that. Like, he's French. He's, like, more handsome than Mutt. Um, she could have had, had anybody she fucking wanted. And she chose Mutt Lang. I understand they fell in love over the music. I understand that, yeah. right? But like, she could have had she could have Brad Pitt. <laughs> she could have Brad Pitt. <laughs> um, but she ends up with like stand she, aside, Angelina. <laughs> she ends up with the mistress's husband, and so like they basically wife swap. And um, she's still married to him from to, to this day. You know, like they have a very happy life together. And I'm happy for her. I'm happy that it worked out in that way because like imagine they like. The, your big your big trilogy of albums, right? Like you built your relationship and your big romance off of the um, music that you create with your husband and you, you know your lover, and then like where do you go from there? You know, well, it's like not I think only that, that. Was, that was one of her big things. Is like okay, so she'd also like towards the end of the up tour gets Lyme disease. Is yes, right. she gets Lyme disease. She what, what she doesn't know at the time. Yes, but, but it's affecting but she knows her that voice. she lo she's losing her voice. She doesn't have energy on the stage. She has to make sure to maintain herself off of the edge of the stage because yeah. she's worried about like falling over. And then after that, like she spends years trying to figure out what's going on well, wrong, even, like, and trying her, to fix yeah. her voice. It even affects her uh, speaking voice. You know, yeah. like it, it's affecting her totally. And so that that's another reason why she like takes a really long hiatus because I think it's like six years before she puts out new music again. Um, and so she doesn't really know what's going on. And she also is thinking like, it's like, 
I, I don't know. Like it must be like this big mind fuck. Like all of this happening at once. Mm-hmm. That the the affair happens. She's like losing her voice. She's like you know. Well, now that this affair happened, like I was probably planning this other album with my husband. Like now, what am I doing? You know, how do I go off and do that on my own when I've been doing it for so long with this other person? You know, and like it's just everything is falling apart. And and uh, she really is like such a. The way she talks about it is kind of she's like pretty strong when she talks about it, and that she's not like crying. I've never seen her cry. No, I, I've never seen her cry about it. I haven't seen she her. She doesn't do like those most, Oprah interviews. Where most she artists cry. and like all to them, the artists that do this when they have breakups and when they have stuff like this, they channel it into the music, right? Yes. And she did not do that. Instead, she like she I, took a second. I, I, she took a second, and then she channeled her like turnaround i think yes. into the music right she channeled, channeled her positive emotions you know positive like uh what i want to do into the music and i think that she's always really done that uh, so okay so this is um real interesting point is that when she started making her foray back into music it came out of t- at a time where like uh societally when when an artist is older, right? Especially a female artist is older, you're already going to question her longevity, right? You're going to questioning like you know her her relevancy. I I should say over longevity, um, whether she's relevant still, whether her album would flop because she's like old or because she you know has been out of the music scene for too long, and mix that in with like the the producer to her, some of her most successful work is now not involved in that work anymore and people are like you know where is is she ever going to be successful because she doesn't have that producer anymore she's older she's like all of these things that we kind of like push onto these artists um through society it's 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 almost like she was set up to completely fail like all of this was happening at the point where uh she should have failed right but like you listen to some of her music and maybe the Now album came out, right, like a couple years ago. It was like five years ago. And I think it was pretty successful. Oh, no, actually, I need to look it up. I don't remember what it did on the charts, but um, it was pretty successful. And then the uh, – so she, during the – she does an own show, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. You just have to listen to the drunk ramble. Um, she does the own show, and I remember that is when she was first starting to come back. And so she's, like, talking with Oprah and, like, going and doing her show and, like, going. She does, like, this big-ass scene with Lionel Richie, and he's telling her to sing. And she, like, screams. She's like, I can't. And her Canadian accent. She's like, I can't. I can't do it. And she's, like, I mean, screaming she in the it. View. It was she also does. in her documentary. Which is all leading up to the, her Vegas residency, by the way. Um <laughs> The Which honestly good for her. Oh yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm always about it. And the thing is, like, yeah, now it came out what uh, 15 years. After 2017 the fact. is when it. Oh my god, did it come out when we were married? I did not remember that. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Life's about to get good. That's the song. That's a damn good song. And it she is. played it during her set when we were there. And it was like, it made, do you remember? I turned to you and I said, this is about to be my life motto. I'm, I, I was also about to get good. I was also yeah. drunk off of a pina colada at that point. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm what? like, this is me. This is me. <laughs> like, Life's about to get good. Life's and about to get good. Swinging with my eyes closed. Honestly, I've just recently fallen in love with that single. Yeah. And I did. I love that she's coming back. I love that she's coming back better than ever yeah. at this point. And honestly, Zach, uh, you need to stop looking at me like that because your eyes are completely beautiful and they distract me from what we're talking about. 
she ends up doing like right after Brittany gets there. So Brittany was really the one who, cause we had the Celine, we had the share in Vegas. Like all of those people were like the staples of Vegas. Right. But Brittany was somebody who was very much still in the peak, like a, a peak of her career. And she really ushered in Shania. So Shania, I remember when Shania got to Vegas and she had this huge thing where there was a bunch of horses and she rode in on horseback. So Shania did the um, Still still the One Vegas show from 2012 to 2014. I remember buying this album from Walmart and it had the DVD on it of the whole concert and then I had the CD and I would listen to the CD over and over and over again. I loved it. Um, and I was so bummed out that I was like a poor college kid who could not like fly out to Vegas and... And like go see watch the it. show, and I think this is the show that I wanted to see so fucking bad, and I still think about it. Um, so this is I'm gonna get you good from that. This is the opening of the show, so like this is the Coliseum stage. You can already see that the stage was like bigger than the one we got, right? I can see that, but also, I you know it is pretty great. Well, <laughs> it's, it's like this huge like back screen too. Like our stage felt like they really cut our budget, but in this tour book. There's a lot of moving elements to this stage, and she's like being floated above the crowd well, and everything. It, it, what's also I think interesting, when they came back, they gave, they cut her budget even more. Which, which is also interesting because when I looked it up, it said that this tour, I mean, this Vegas residency had a bigger budget. This one? Well, of course it no, did. No, it no, no, not, not, not this one, but the her, the her one that we just watched. Oh, well, this one feels like so it has I, a budget. So I wonder if part of the budget went to the salary. We're good with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. Give her money. Give her money. Uh, and she comes in on the fucking motorcycle. Like, I'm telling y'all, this this concert, Shania Twain, still the one, live from Las Vegas, is on Amazon Prime. Go watch it. It's very good. And it's so good. And I love... Make a night of it, guys. This is her version. This is that version. This is... Okay, so this was the show that I wanted to see, and, and, and this is the reason why, right? Is that... Her she's new show feels like she's doing sky. something like new and fresh to herself, right? Like yeah. she has new costumes, new everything. This was the show where she came back after a very extended hiatus, and she was very much playing into like the classicness of Shania Twain, right? Like she was revisiting all of her um, original Outfits. looks. Yeah, she was just doing revamped version. Like this is a revamped version of the "I'm gonna get you good" outfit, and so she was like all of her classic looks: the Undertaker outfit, the the leopard print. She came back with like new, vamped up versions of all of that, and she was really giving us like the uh, the legacy show. This is the legacy show, is what it I is, think yeah. it is. Um, and the new one is her doing something new, which is great. But I want to see the fucking legacy show. You know, long curly. Brown Shania Twain hair, you know. I think she colored it. All of the hair pieces. Um, look how fucking look at the volume and the hair. I love the outfit though. Yes, yes. It's such a good stage outfit, dude. Oh. And I feel like we were very into that, like leotard, like full body, the catsuit. Yes, um, at the time. Because I know Britney did a couple of those. I know a lot of artists did a couple of those. I, I, people have been doing them from the uh, beginning of time. I feel like all like outfits like this originate from I've Sharon never Bob seen Mackie. Queen Elizabeth in this outfit. <laughs> May her rest in peace. <laughs> but like this is, you look at this, and this is classically Shania, Shania. Twain. You know? She almost could have gone by Shania. I bet she had a lot of fun revisiting her old moments like this, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was. It was a comeback. It yeah. was like... Like, honestly, there are few real comebacks, I feel like, in the musical. 
industry, we always call them comebacks, you know, when they go from their peak yeah. to coming back or whatever. But this is a comeback because she went through a lot. And then she was like, you know what? I'm going to come back. And a great way to come back is with your, your you got to remind people. Why those visuals, you're great. Those visuals. Like, you got to, hey, look at this. Look at the fucking motorcycle, right? I don't understand what those things are in the back. Are they supposed to be rocks or testicles? I think they're supposed to be part of the background. <laughs> um, and we also have... Okay, so this is another one from the same show. She had two horses, by the way. She had a black horse, and she came in on a white horse. This is um, her... I believe this is from this moment. This is where you thought that, that challenge You're still the one. This is You're still the one. Um, and she comes in on a white horse. And I don't advocate for animals being used in productions like this. I think this is kind of like unethical, but it's already done. And I you don't can, like, think the horse enjoyed it? No. The horse was a star. Do you think the horse drink? was like, Shania? Yes. If I was a horse, I'd be like, Shania. <laughs> Shania. <laughs> and like she comes in on the trees and oh, it's just. She look looks at elven. That. She looks elven. Is this fantasy? Look at it. She probably reads Brandon Sanderson. Probably. I think. I think Vegas is such a great place for a star like her, too. Like, I, I'm sure she loves touring the country. America, not Canada. Um, Do you think she's watching the new Lord of the Rings series? No. I think what do you so. think Shania Twain Babe, watches? look at her right now. She's a Lord of the Rings babe. Right, right there. Look how far we've come, my baby. It might have took the long way. We knew we'd get there someday. They said, I bet they'll I think we're far behind. make it. But just look at us holding on. Still together, still going strong. I think my motor skills are behind because You're I still the one. I think she's going pretty fast for me. <laughs> I love that she just like jumped off the horse. Uh, you think that horse is shitting on stage? Uh, you can't really control when they do that. You have a bucket. They probably have that bucket I don't hanging know. around their table. That's mm-hmm. the thing about these stars. It's like everybody ages. Everybody retires. Like she's going to retire at some point. She's going to decide whether it be a year from her death, two weeks from her death, or like 20 years from her death. At some point, she's going to be like, let me enjoy my success that I've had, and I'm thank you and goodbye. Um, and so it's good to see these people while they are at their at their heights and at their, like, this is one of her peaks. You know, she's still going. I'm glad so that I'm you said really one of her happy. peaks. Of course, everybody has multiple yeah. peaks. I don't want to say peak, peak, peak. Um, so I'm really happy that we went and saw her. We have that on our belt, yeah. and I hope that you will now want to go see more live shows. Because when the Renaissance fun. tour comes out with Beyonce, I'm going to fucking be there well, this time. Also, and let, let's be honest, when Taylor Swift starts touring with her four albums. Oh, my God. I'm stressed <laughs> Which is, out. Yeah, we'll be there. Out, just think we'll about be it. there. We'll but, be there. We really love those albums, so we'll be there. But, like, damn. I'm stressed <laughs> out. I'm like, dude, is this going to be a five-hour I'm, concert? I'm already worried for her because, like, <laughs> what are you going to do, girl? Is this going to be a four- or five-hour concert? Like, I, I want to go know. see her. I'd like to go see Gaga at some point. That's why I'm really bummed out that we didn't go see the Chromatica Ball. Um, Troy's, Troy is there as we speak. Oh, no. As we record this, as we speak, he is over there watching Lady Gaga at the Chromatica Ball. Um, 
Uh, Beyonce, when the Renaissance tour comes out, I will go see that one. I, uh, who else? Who else? Katy Perry is in Vegas right now, too. I'd like to go see her. Adele's about to start at the Coliseum in Vegas. That'll be exciting. I'll be honest. I'd rather see Adele than Katy Perry. Oh, I'd rather see Katy Perry. I'd, I'd rather see. Like, I guess we're going to change how blue. I'm a faggot who loves ready? who loves uh, outfits and and choreography. You and ready? Ready? Are we rock paper scissoring to go see? Yes. Who yes. Do you just want to scissor? Let's do it. You want to? <laughs> you just want to scissor? Ching, shampoo, piedra, papel, tijera, babe. You got to do it. What? Shampoo. Ready? Ching, shampoo, piedra, papel, tijera. Okay. I guess we're going to see Katy Perry. Oh, All right. I'm guys. sorry. Dom. I think I'm like very drunk and I have to edit this episode right after we're done. So yeah. I'm, we're going to let you go. But I want everybody to know that like there's no chance for you to go see Shana yeah. Twain. Let's go. But she's going done. on tour. It's done. She announced that she was going on tour. I don't while remember we were in her thing. saying that. She did say that both me and Troy heard her say that. She said she was going on tour. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our Shana night. <laughs> This is just how these go. Um, we'll probably continue it and start dancing and stuff like that. And uh, if you'd like another night, I'd really like to do a Janet Jackson night. I think that would be really fun. Um, any other night, though, with any pop divas or Michael Jackson or anybody. Um, I kind of want to finish this out with Up. Up, up, up. We, we only go, go up from, from here. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already clicked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, and if you want to support us at all, uh, please like us on YouTube, yeah. uh, follow, and then uh, give us some stars and a comment on both Spotify and Apple, Apple I was about to say Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and um, everything he said, as I'm, I'm running very slow right now. Yes. I'm going to have to take about 30 minutes just to like sober up a little bit. Well, thanks edit. for being here for our Shania night. We this haven't done fun. this in a while. I liked this one. I thought this was fun. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, uh, we love y'all. So, Bye. you know, remember, there's only up from here. <laughs>